It's like you have an inner navigation system surveying the landscape of your life and charting your best potential. And all you have to do is sleep. Ready to make the most of it? Let's get dreaming. Hi, Dreamweaver, and welcome to the Dream Interpretation Station. I'm Sleep and Dream Specialist Leah Bolin, and I'm here to help you tune in to the power and meaning of your nighttime dreams. Have you ever woke up from a dream and asked yourself, why would I dream that? And maybe the dream even felt like it was important in some way. It was so real or intense. Maybe it was really scary and you were so thrilled when you woke up that it had just been a dream. Or it could have been on the total opposite end of the spectrum, one of those blissful dreams that when you wake up, you just wish you could dive right back into the dreamscape. And these dreams can stick with us upon waking, really lingering and hard to immediately let go. But then once the day begins and you're back to your rituals and routines, the dream that had felt so important when you woke seems so irrelevant to your waking life. And so it's quickly dismissed. After all, you've got a real life going on. Who has time to be thinking about dreams? But as unrelated to your current life stories, your dreams may seem, they're in fact directly connected to the things you're dealing with and experiencing. Your dreams are along for the ride, interwoven with your waking life's journey. And when you pay attention to your dreams, you'll be gifted with all kinds of insights and inspirations that can help you move through and beyond whatever it is that might be currently holding you back from your best life. Now, maybe you've made some attempt in the past to analyze and understand your dreams, and you found yourself becoming completely lost in the process. The effort can be very fruitless when we don't really know where to begin when it comes to exploring our dreams. And so in these initial episodes, my focus is on providing you with foundational practices that are going to support you along your dream journey. And today we're going to be dipping into the very best place to begin when exploring a dream. It's that number one clue for why you had that dream. Now, of course, we're not going to go painting all dreams with one brush, and there's going to be all kinds of dreams that you may have in the night. Some dreams are going to speak clearly to you right upon waking. You won't need to work with them any further to have gotten the point. Perhaps you go to bed with a problem, and when you wake up in the morning, you've got a dream that gave you the solution. Great, you've got your answer. You are good to go. Some of us are going to have dreams that we believe we've had a spiritual connection within the dream. Having made contact with a spirit guide or someone we love who's now deceased. And this can be an incredibly huge dream experience. It can actually move us toward acceptance and healing and leave us with a great sense of hope. And then there are those who receive a warning through a dream at times, maybe related to their health or some potential risk they might end up encountering. Or some have precognitive dreams where you can experience something in a dream and then it comes to fruition in your waking life in some way that's so far beyond coincidence. And then, of course, there are those lucid dreams. Those are those dreams where we find ourselves within a dream realizing, oh, it's a dream. And that opens the doorway to our ability to play in the dreamscape, the most co-creative environment imaginable. 
In the three decades I've been paying attention to and working with dreams, I've certainly encountered all these types of dreams. And as we go along this dream journey, I'm going to be sure we touch on and explore the myriad of types of dreams you may encounter as you drift off to sleep. For the majority of the dreams you're going to remember upon waking, however, you're going to find that they are metaphoric and symbolic in nature. These dreams are not to be taken as literal, but they're rich with insights for your life. In these dreams, things are not quite as you'd expect in waking life. Maybe you're going to be living in a home that you've never been in before, one that you only encounter in your dreams. Or perhaps you're with someone from your past, someone you've not seen in a really long time. Or you could end up in a dream with some actor or character you've never even met. You might encounter animals you don't usually interact with. You could jump from one setting to the next in ways you'd never be able to in reality. You could find yourself at different age or in a career or relationship you're not actually in. These types of dreams experiment with ideas in unusual and unexpected ways, and they place you in situations you'd never normally be in. And so you'll probably see little similarity between your dream and your waking life. Dreams of this nature always leave us asking, why did I dream that? And the number one clue to figuring that out is asking yourself, how do you feel in the dream? The late Rosalind Cartwright, the author of The 24-Hour Mind, explained we don't have emotions about our dreams so much as dreams about our emotions. Dream research shows there's a continuity between the emotions of our life and those we find ourselves having within our dreams. And one of the most currently measurable benefits we're receiving from our dreams is this ability they have to help us regulate our emotions. Dreaming's a sort of overnight therapy. It actually helps to take the edge off our painful and negative memories. So now, if you wake from a negative dream and it felt scary or stressful, this may not make a whole lot of sense that somehow this dream is helping you with your emotions. If anything, you might think it hurts them, right? Because here you are having to wake up with a crappy dream memory. So how exactly is that helping regulate emotions? Well, what seems to be the case is if I'm in a waking life situation that I'm feeling a sense of fear or that it's a threat for me or that I have some anxiety around it, well, my dream is going to try to help me down-regulate that emotion because dreams are always seeking balance and wholeness and trying to help us get better at facing whatever's in front of us. So one of the ways it does this is to simply simulate a scenario where I have to get thrown into a situation that's going to bring up a similar type of emotion for me. And it's probably going to be a worst case scenario, much worse than the waking scenario. So I really have to come to the table, my very best self to overcome whatever's in front of me. And I may wake with a negative residue from this dream, but the waking situation that I was in, well, I'm going to come back to it with a better ability to handle or cope with those emotions of that situation. It's like, oh, you think this is scary. Let's throw you into this situation where you really have to face some fear. And now when you wake up, it's like, oh, thank God it was just a dream. And on some level, that waking situation, it suddenly doesn't feel quite as unachievable or unattainable or unmanageable as it may have when you went to bed. 
And studies have shown that our dreams are very likely going to prioritize a negative emotion and situation we don't really want to consider or look at. So the more we avoid dealing with a situation in our waking life, the more likely our dreams are going to just keep on going there so that we're at least doing the work unconsciously. So when you have one of those so-called bad dreams, you can at least be grateful your dreams are helping you get better at facing something you're dealing with in your life. And it's those dream emotions that you were feeling that can be the key to unlocking the mystery of why you had that dream. If you want to understand the reason for your dream, that event in your life that may have its roots in this dream, then you should put your attention first toward understanding how you felt within the dream. While we dream, we're able to deeply connect with emotions. Just think back to a time when you woke from a dream and your body was still affected from what took place. For many of us, we've woke with tears literally streaming down our face from a dream where we were crying. And you can wake certainly with your heart thumping and your body in cold sweats from a scary dream. We've certainly all experienced that. And dreams are also capable of filling us with a type of absolute bliss in a way that carries us through the next day feeling top of the world. Our dream experiences are true experiences, and we can feel it. Let's take a few minutes right now to play with a dream. Feel free to pause for a moment, select a dream from your dream journal, or to think about a dream that you'd like to better understand. Or if you're not ready to do that at this moment, just plan a dream date with yourself to make sure you give this a try really soon. And now bear in mind that your recent dreams are going to be the easiest for you to work with since you can better recall what was happening around the time that you had your dream. Uh, But even if you don't have a recent dream, go ahead and just recall some dream that stuck with you, even if it was from long ago. It's just important that we consider what time in our life it was when we had the dream. And now take a moment to bring your awareness to what was happening in your dream and what was it that it seemed to be about. If yours was a long dream, it can be helpful to zero in on a particular scene that really stuck with you or grabbed your attention to play with this exercise. And now consider how were you feeling while you were in this dream scene? What words would you really use to describe how it felt to be in your dream? And it's important that we not focus on how we felt about the dream upon waking. That could be very different than how we felt about the dream while we were in the dream. We can project fears or other types of emotions onto a dream after we've woke from it. But for this exercise, we want to place ourselves back into the dream and how did we feel while we were in the dream. And to really get connected with the emotion, see if you can feel where it is in your body that that emotion sits for you and how familiar is this feeling for you? Do you know this feeling in your body? It can be really helpful also to clarify more about the feeling, like why were you feeling this way in the dream? So if you had one of those dreams where you were back in school and suddenly realizing there is a test today and you never studied for it, well, you might decide that the way you were feeling in this dream was stressed out. But you can take that a step further and really pinpoint, well, why were you feeling stressed out? Such as, well, I was stressed out because I hadn't done any homework and I wasn't feeling ready for a test. 
Now, let's say that you're not sure you can identify a clear emotion in the dream. If that's the case, then just consider what was it you were thinking while you were in the dream? What was going on in your mind? Because emotion is simply thought embodied. So when we can't really get clear about what an emotion was for us, we can just zero in on what thoughts were you having in the dream? What was going through your mind as the dream scene was going on? Now, I encourage you to actually write that thought down that you just acknowledged you were thinking or the words you used to describe how were you feeling in your dream. And go ahead and hit pause if you'd like to really sit with this dream for a few minutes and get connected to what that dream felt like for you or to really get into what was on your mind while you were having the dream. And so once you've got a sense for how you felt in your dream, the next step is going to be to consider where in your waking life you have a similar emotion or feeling or thought. Set aside all the other details about the dream for just the moment and just think only about the essence of that emotion or thought. Your dream will have been working through processing and making connections tied to something you'd recently felt or experienced. Don't get caught up in the other details about the dream just yet, which I know is hard to do. I realize it's the dream story and all that interesting symbology in the dream that we really want to get to figuring out. But as a starting point, you just want to zero in on the emotion from the dream and where you recognize it in your life. And try not to feel bothered if your dream brings up a negative emotion for you, since this is a big part of how our dreams are going to help us down regulate those negative emotions. And recognize the dreams are going to place us into extremes, and they're going to exaggerate the situations, forcing us to face the worst of it. So understand that you're seeking the base emotion and where it resides in your life, but you're probably going to find that in waking life, you're feeling it on a much smaller scale of intensity. Now, when it comes to negative emotions especially, we can be very good at rejecting or pushing away some of the ways we feel, and this could make it difficult to recognize the emotion in your life. The dream may cut straight to the core of an emotion that we normally label for ourselves in some other way, so we don't really recognize it at first. What manifests in the dream is feeling mad or angry. Maybe it was spurred on by a waking situation where we would have said we felt frustrated. Now, of course, feeling frustrated is not that disconnected or different from what anger can look and feel like. But if anger is a label you reject, that's just not who I am. I am not an angry person. It may confuse you when what looks like anger shows up in your dream. Now, some of the other emotions that are closely related to what it feels like to be mad or angry could be that feeling of being annoyed with something or disgusted by something or someone. Feelings of jealousy or resentfulness can uh, have a core of that sense of being mad or angry within them. Now, maybe you were feeling scared in your dream, but you don't recall that you had a feeling of being afraid. Maybe consider other ways you feel fear in your life. For instance, feelings of hopelessness or insecurity or feeling shy or uncertain can all have this feeling of being scared within. Being sad in a dream could stem from feelings in waking life that we might describe as feeling lonely or rejected or a feeling of disappointment over something or a sense of helplessness. 
Emotions are tricky business, so it can be challenging to work with your dream emotions, and I recognize I've thrown you the toughie right out the gate, but it is so worth it. It's such a powerful practice. Really consider all that was going on in your life leading up to the dream and any situation where some manifestation of the emotion was present for you, and consider other potential labels for an emotion before you just dismiss that you've experienced it. If you do nothing else with your dreams, this act alone of just thinking about your dream emotions and bridging them over to your waking life is going to help you improve your understanding of yourself and how you're feeling in your life. And we're all driven by deep inner beliefs and emotions that we don't always know how to face or even acknowledge. We push stuff away all the time that we don't like seeing or thinking about. Sometimes we just have that pit in our gut feeling that something's off or wrong, and we don't know why we have the feeling. And when we pay attention to our dreams and the emotions that they bring up for us, we can help ourselves better see and accept the emotions of our life. And in doing this simple act alone, we help ourselves to better release and move through those emotions versus letting them stay shoved deep down where we hide them from our waking view and where they tend to get us stuck. There are a lot of things that can come up over the course of a day that can impact the way we feel. In a world where we are encouraged to be positive and think happy thoughts, we tend to ignore and avoid a lot of what we feel. When we work with the emotions of our dreams and we connect and bridge them to our waking life, it's going to come with the territory that our dreams are going to have us looking squarely on to some of those dreaded and to be avoided feelings. And we want to embrace this. There has been shown to be a lowering and intensity of emotions after we name them and that by naming our emotions it allows us to take it a step further and then we can ask ourselves well what choices do I have and what do I really want and the next thing you know you're setting yourself up for important changes and growth and breakthroughs So this, my dreamy friend, is the very best way to start to enter into a conversation with your dreams We have just begun our dream journey together, and yet you're already armed with one of the most helpful ways you can learn from your dreams to better understand yourself. And by focusing first on the emotions in your dreams, then bridging them over to your waking life, you may have just uncovered the context for why you had your dream, that life situation that your dream was working with. And the next step is going to be to look at your dream story and hold it up against the life situation where your emotions are aligned to see if you get any clicks or ahas about what the dream's helping you face and work through and to see how the dream's relating to the situation with an analogy or a metaphor. For instance, when I was working in corporate settings, I did encounter that dream of being back at school and realizing there's a test and I hadn't studied for it. And in the dream, I did feel stressed out. I felt ill-prepared. This dream came around right as I was about to be back to work after having been out on a vacation where I had completely stayed off my email and I was totally out of the loop. My team knew I was going to be truly disconnected and I asked them to pull me in only in case of an emergency. When I connected with that stressed out feeling from the dream, I could recognize that I had been feeling a similar way the day prior to the dream. I'd been feeling stressed about going back to work, especially as I had no idea what had been happening while I was out. The dream was a perfect analogy for how I was feeling like I was not prepared for whatever problems I might be walking into and needing to solve, as if I was going to be showing up for a test I hadn't studied for. 
it is such fun and so insightful to start to see how your dream story is totally related to some waking life situation. And those emotions are absolutely the best place to start to discover the context, the likely situation your dream is working with. And once you've done that part, you are now ready to move on to the real fun. And in the next episode, we're going to start to play with the stories and themes that show up in your dreams. This is going to air on July 19, and it's where we're going to uncover how that dream that looks so unlike your waking life is totally related. It's just working with your waking life situation from a newer, different perspective. And when you start to get good at seeing your dream stories as the metaphors they are, it's amazing the kind of ideas and insights you can start to glean from those dreams. Please don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss that or future episodes. And I would love to hear about your experience of exploring your dream emotions. You can email me at leah at dreaminterpretationstation.com. I will put that email address in the show notes. And please, if you have a dream question or a topic that you'd like to suggest we explore on this show, just let me know about it. I hope that you're going to start to practice feeling into your dreams and specifically the emotions that they bring to then bridge that over to your waking life to see where you can relate to those feelings. As this is always the best place to start to pinpoint the story of your life your dream is working with. And again, even if you only do this and nothing else with your dreams, it's going to provide you an opportunity to enhance your self-awareness and your emotional intelligence, and that alone can be a truly transformative practice. Thank you so much for listening to the Dream Interpretation Station. I am thrilled to have you with me on this dream journey. And until next time, I am wishing you the sweetest of dreams. Sky in this life, maybe you'll suffer.